Hello and welcome back to the Gentlemen of 251 podcast. I am River and today we have a special guest. Yo, what's good? It's Blake Fuller on the air. Uh, and as usual, we also have Jack. What's up, guys? Uh, so today we're going to be doing an interesting uh, topic. This is our first guest episode. We did talk about music a while ago. However, today we have someone who does not have the same music taste as Jack at all. At all. Uh, in any shape or form. Uh, what would you call your music interest or the music that you like? I, don't know I you... really enjoy the hip-hop genre. Okay, I don't know what to call it. <laughs> is, so it is it hip-hop or rap? Hip-hop. Hip-hop? Hip-hop. Okay. Hip-hop. All, right. Jack, all things hip-hop. And Jack likes country. Yeah. Uh, I probably lean a little more towards country, but I listen to uh, a larger variety of music, so I'm not going to be presenting any music here. I'm going to be the in-between. Uh, but the arbiter. The, the arbiter. arbiter. Yeah. But uh, both Jack and Blake are going to be presenting three songs uh, and having each other listen to them and react. We can't play them on the podcast because I don't think it matters. Copyright. It just, I don't know how it works, but it doesn't matter how small you Freaking are. It'll, Spotify, still, it'll still take you down. <laughs> they know. Um, Spotify. But we'll be sure to mention the name of the song, give you time to pull it up if you want to listen along as well. If not, we're still going to be giving live reactions and talking more about just concepts in general. Yeah. Uh, so it's still... Breaking down the songs. Exactly. We're breaking them down. Yeah. And these are more of our, like, genre-defining songs rather than our personal favorites, yeah. so to speak. The prompt was, what would you in- what songs would you put to introduce the other person to this genre? Yeah. Well, I know for, like, mine specifically, I didn't necessarily pick the most popular country songs, but yeah, ones same. that are would introduce someone to country and kind of sums up what I think the country genre is. Yeah, I picked more genre-defining because, like, That's rap cool. has all different sounds, so, like, yeah, I tried sounds to, good to one person might sound different. I try to pick a variety. All right, well, I think we're going to start with country music. Yes, Indeed. we are. Uh, and Should I... First song. Are you introducing songs? Or... I'll introduce songs. Okay. I don't have much of a job other than that. <laughs> All right. Uh, so our first song is going to be Heartache Medication. Uh, Who's it by? This is a John Party song. Ooh. Jack, do you want to have any more information about this song? You probably know more than I do. Uh, I can a little bit. This is the number one single that John Party currently has. Interesting. It was also the first single he released off of his Heartache Medication album. Uh, both the uh, single and the album have the same name. Uh, John Party is a more relatively newer country artist. I think he started producing in like maybe twenty, somewhere between twenty fourteen and twenty sixteen. But he's become more pop- popular in the country genre mostly because of how true he stays to the roots rather than going pop country. Uh, which is something we discussed a bit earlier on the podcast a few episodes ago. Um, but in today's terms, John Party is kind of a, a staple of true country for the modern genre as it stands today. Awesome. It's pretty pretty good summary. <laughs> so uh, if you're going to listen along at home, I imagine you had time to pull it up. <laughs> I know that. If not, uh, pull it up now. Too bad. Honestly, too bad. <laughs> you can Sorry. Pause, pause the podcast, which is kind of nice. Um, but what we're going to do is we all have headphones. We're listening to it uh, yes, on, and we're going to do a countdown. And you guys can feel free to give any thoughts you have while listening yep. uh, in real time. Uh, if you don't, if you can't pull the pod, the 
music, that's fine. There's still thoughts in the general genre, and then we'll talk about it afterward. Uh, so, you guys have a queued up? Oh, yeah, do you want to do, queued. like, a pause during the song to, like, discuss? You or can if you want. If, if, you feel, if you feel like you want to talk should... about something, you can yeah. Okay, let's just but pause only, the song. Only if you yes. really want to, because it's going to be kind of rough to yeah. right, yeah. do it. Okay. All right. Without further ado. Three, two, one, play. Oh, I got a Spotify in. Okay, okay, restart, restart, restart. <laughs> Here, wait, oh, no. I'll, I'll, I'll play it off of my. You didn't, was just go to YouTube. I need to. Hey, ain't even on Spotify. All right, restart, what? restart. I know, I know. I already know. Oh my goodness, that's embarrassing. All right, I'm ready. I kind of knew that was going to happen. I honestly. know. All right, all right, attempt two, three, two, one, go. Very catchy melody. This is definitely one of the first country songs I listened to. So you did a little rhyme there. Are you sure this isn't rap? Is he married? He is. He got married this year, actually. Interesting. Is he married to a country uh, artist uh, as well? No, she's not. But um, she was actually featured in this music video. Mm. Yeah. Is this about a uh, heartbreak? Yeah, he's yeah it's he's saying alcohol. yeah he's okay, saying okay. when he's going to these bars that uh, drinking is his heartache medication. Ah, I see. I see. Yeah, suits him fine. It suits him fine. <laughs> Trying to get her off his mind. Oh, jeez. But then at the end of the video, he finds what at that time was his fiance and like starts wow. dancing and with her. And then he realizes that's his true medication. <laughs> wow. Beautiful stuff. Teardrops turning into bubbles. Interesting yeah. wordplay there. Suits him fine. Suits him fine. Mm, I thought that was electric guitar for a second. I was like, hold up. Steel guitar. And some fiddle in there. Very nice. There's steel guitar. Damn. 
Beautiful stuff. Beautiful. Do we, do we okay, need a clap for that? Let's give some thoughts, shall we? Alright, uh, Blake, since um, this is not your genre, I, so, I think you should go first. Yes, indeed. So the overall concept of the song, you know, very interesting. Heartache medication. I liked uh, his wordplay on that song. I thought it was very clever at some points. You know, um, it may have not been rap, but he most certainly had some rhymes in there. He did have a few he rhymes. He did have a few rhymes. The melody was also very catchy, must say. I can see why it's his most streamed song. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, it's definitely one of the more catchier of his songs. I I don't know if it's his most popular. I think it is. Here, but check. I can look we'll up John Spotify. Spotify. I, I, I'm pretty sure it is, but I, I could be wrong on that. But mm, uh, I don't think it is, actually. Looks like Ain't Always the Cowboy. Is yeah. Oh, the regular or western version? Uh, regular. So okay. Came up, very interesting. I was so, very tempted to put that song on, but this is about a heartbreak, right? So, right. Who broke his heart? What happened? There? Let's hear <laughs> the back. Is there a backstory? To... Let's hear the backstory. Uh, to there's the song. not a specific one, but uh, he's talking about how he's going to these different bars and having the same old feelings, but with different girls. Mm. All these different girls keep breaking his heart, so he Damn. goes to the bars for his heartache medication. Interesting. Yeah. So does this like tie into the album? Like, is there a storyline going on in the album? Not necessarily across the whole album. Um, there are some related songs where he'll talk about like uh, he really parallels two songs in the album. He talks about in one song, "Me and Jack," um, mm -hmm. talks about him drinking Jack Daniels and Jack Daniels getting him him in a bunch of different troubles. Me and like Jack, it, Jack. He, he goes to jail, He get his girl leaves him and stuff, but then the next song on the album, who he did with a lesser-known country artist, Lauren Elena, um, he, it's called Don't Blame It on the Whiskey, where they talk about don't blame everything that's gone wrong in your life on the, the whiskey. whiskey and your drinking. Yeah. So that is that is an interesting parallel. There's not necessarily a continuous storyline across okay. the album, okay. though. Well, very cool. There All we right. go. That's, Heartache medication. River, do you, uh, should we give like a rating at the end of the song? Do you want to do, you want to do a rating? Like a numerical value or something? Uh, we can. One can. River, okay. do you have any comments on Heartache yeah. medication? Uh, it's one of the first songs that I listen to. It's one of those songs that I come on the radio a lot. Um, it's pretty good. I want to I hear you guys' rating though. One time. Okay. So if I had to give it a rating out of 10 for like country music that I've listened to. Okay. I'd probably give it like an 8.5, maybe a 9. That's pretty good. Yeah. That's pretty high praise coming from a very non-country person. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> very good. Like the concept. Good wordplay. Strong melody. There we are. Heartache medication. I, I would like okay. to state that I have chosen songs that are very much true country genre. Um, yeah, nothing, nothing pop no country. Pop. No Lil Nas X. No, like no, that's... I don't even know how people call that pop country. <laughs> it's just not, that's that's <laughs> a whole nother thing. That's a whole nother yeah. thing. Um, for me, heartache medication is probably like a nine point five out of ten. Jeez, I know that that's a really high. Like rating in general, for, me. for all genres or specifically, I, I I'm saying specifically country, okay. just because for several different reasons. I really like 
the song lyrically and melodically. Like, he really stays true to that, like, twin fiddle and steel guitar sound, which is, like, the melody you were talking about. Yes. Um, and I think his voice with those instruments specifically goes along really it well. definitely blends well. Yes. Um, I, don't, I don't really know how to... He has a very unique voice, I would say, compared to some other uh, country artists. But uh, it was also... It's kind of like a defining moment in his career as well. It kind of brought him more into the spotlight and showed people, like, oh, true country's still around. So I, I that's part of the reason why I really like the song. Very nice. Yeah, I have a song that you'll be listening to. It's a defining <laughs> moment. A certain someone's career. So, yeah. <laughs> All right. Our next song, I believe, is Here for a Good Time. Is that your next one, Jack? Uh, that is indeed. Uh, Here yeah. for a Good Time. George Strait. So, I would like to state before we listen to the song that George Strait is considered the king of country music. The, the saying goes, most kings wear crowns, but only one wears a cowboy hat. Okay. George Strait. Very nice. All right. Let's okay. begin. Uh, we all have it up. Yep. I am ready. Jack, Spotify ads. Yeah, hang oh. on. Five, four, Spotify three, premium. two, one. It's YouTube ads now because I don't have it. Are you ready? I'm you ready. Got it? All right. Three, two, one, play. I like that the first comment on this video is George Strait is the king of country. <laughs> I must say, I'm already liking this melody a lot more than the last one. No sad song for him. Nope. Is that someone else in the background? Like those vocals? Is that a girl in the background? Uh, they... I can't like tell. Else. Sometimes there's someone else. She's harmonizing with them or something. Maybe that or I'm tripping. Yeah, them. it's very tuned down. Yeah. Yeah, I can hear I, I don't. I don't know who it is specifically, though. I think it's just back up. Very catchy. Been here for a long time. <laughs> Rivers into it. I've never heard this the song Arbiter before. Enjoys. I like it. Though. I like it a lot. Yeah, forty better than less. All right. Little yeah. background guitar riffs are always good. Yeah. Yeah. I like the harmonies. 
It doesn't have as much steel guitar, but it has a lot of fiddles and backup guitar. A lot See, of drums, I like it too. when artists use the voice as the instrument, so... Voila, there we go. Voila. So. That is here for a good time, George Strait. Yeah, very solid. If I had to put a number on it for country music, I'd give it a nine. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty good. I loved the harmonizing he did with that lady in the background there. I, I, I need to figure out who that is. Yeah, I, it I, was very catchy, instrumental, solid. His voice was very smooth. Too. He just floated on that thing. Definitely has a yeah. smooth voice. George George Strait has probably one of the most iconic country voices of all time. Mm -hmm. I mean, so is there any sort of like background of the song that we should know about? Not necessarily with this one. I don't know the story as much as I do with Heartache Medication, but I know this song was kind of. A, George Strait is interesting because of how varied his music is. Because mm. he'll have really slow songs that are more for like a hit hard kind of night. Like you're just kind of in the feels, as yeah. the kids these days say. But, uh. <laughs> <laughs> like you? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. No Juice World. George Strait all the way, folks. George Strait all the way. You heard it here first. But right on the other hand, he'll have these songs where it's like. I'm all here for the good time. I'm not here for a long time, so I'm going to make the most of it. I'm just going to have a blast, have a party. And that's that's kind of what I like about this song. It's just kind of a have a good time, make the most of yeah, life kind of song. Yeah, that's what I sort of got out of it. It wasn't supposed to be like this lyrical masterpiece. It's just a catchy and feel-good song. Yeah. Very nice, very nice. I liked it. Pretty Is that the first it. time you've heard it? Or I'm sure it? not, just based on the amount of country I listen to. But... Like, I'm sure it just comes up on playlist. Yeah. Um, but I've never sat down and listened to it. I'm actually surprised you don't know more George Strait. Oh, I don't know. It's not really my... Uh, it really crossed my path. What's your rating, Jack? Uh, I'm going to give this one an 8.75. because little bit, 0.75. A little, okay. little bit lower, strictly because it's it might not be George Strait's best song. Because mm. he has so many good ones. And it's not like his most lyrical masterpiece or whatever but as a song to introduce someone to country yeah. it's it's a good bridge it's a and really it's good catchy. background song and good to listen to by yourself right. this, yeah. this is a it, car ride song not a sitting in your bed right. with headphones on yeah it's not my favorite george strait but it's a really good george strait solid so that's that's why i chose it all right uh i think we got a third which is vinyl am i correct in saying vinyl. That? yes vinyl, vinyl by William Michael Morgan. Yep. Couldn't see the end of his name. Um, <laughs> anything we should know going into this one? Uh, yeah, so William Michael Morgan is a very much lesser known uh, country artist. I, I don't think I've met anyone who's actually known who he is. Um, I've heard him on the radio one time, mm. which was in a very western town. Western small town, so... Would you describe this as more Western than country? Um... The he, one other debate we've had before. No, not necessarily. Um, but it was in a Western town that plays country music on the radio. Mm -hmm. So, I'm... Yeah, I mean, you're not going to hear it in Portland, obviously, but... Um, 
This is one of his bigger songs. He has several that I like, but I really like this one because it's a little bit, it's a little bit on the slower side. Um, but it's kind of a, I don't know. We'll we'll see what you think of it. But Alrighty. he's he hasn't made the big time yet, so not yet, but he I, will. I'm hoping he will. All right. Yeah. Alrighty. Well, let's commence, folks. Are Three, we ready? two, one, play. The song has a lot of steel guitar in the background. It's always good. I think I've heard this. Yeah, I feel like I've heard this as well. <laughs> oh yeah, I played this in the yeah, car. I think you oh, this I that's fine. Whole world's gonna know his name. <laughs> it's actually her name, but wait, this is a girl. He's talking about a girl. Oh, uh, it's it's like he's having a conversation with her, kind of like he's talking to her, or he's talking about his relationship with a girl. They don't make them like you. Mm -mm. Interesting. Gonna tear up. <laughs> <laughs> A little bit of acoustic guitar and steel guitar. Like vinyl. Like vinyl. Like vinyl. Very nice. There we go. That's vinyl. Yeah, that is vinyl by William Michael. Yeah, Martin. I'd have to get that one on vinyl, honestly. Because <laughs> for me, I think that's probably number two. I think I liked the second song the best out of the three. The George Street. Yeah, this would be number two, and the first one's number three. All right. 
So I give this like 8.5. All right. Solid. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Uh, yeah, I had not listened to that except for in the car, I imagine, when you put it on. Yeah. yeah I, <laughs> I wonder who played it. Definitely me. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, I had it on time. I thought it was pretty good. I like the slower country. Yeah, you know, it's a it's so. a little bit slower. It gets going there in the yeah. middle. But. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I personally really like this song. Uh, I, I don't know why, but... I it is catchy, but I really like kind of the lyrical side of it because he compares his relationship with this girl to vinyl. Yeah, I know yeah. he's picked up on that. The, the relationship <laughs> is grooving. There might be a little static here and there, but you know it's it keeps keep going. Yeah, keeps on spinning. So I don't know. I really like this. I'm gonna give it probably a nine and a quarter Ooh. out of ten. Yeah, that's a high score, man. Yeah. All right, uh, we're going to kind of transition here into the other genre. Yeah, so, we're pulling a hard 180 here. Uh, <laughs> folks, we are going from vinyl to kick push. Ooh, I'm sorry, fiasco. All right. So I guess a little preface to the song, so to speak, is Mr. Lupe. He's a pretty good storyteller in his songs. All right. This is probably one of his best storytelling songs. Okay. So, yeah. Let's pull it on up. All right, I got mine up. You guys got yours up? Okay. I'm getting mine up right now. Is it the 445 version? Uh, I have 414. Should I skip ahead? I don't know. Don't it's on his like, fifth anniversary album, too, which is one yeah, of my skip, C2 versions. I'll so. skip ahead to 414. It doesn't matter which. What do you mean 414? Let me see. I mean, yeah, I'm watching. Four yeah. minute, 14 seconds. There, is the okay. So, I'm, I'm right there. All right. Yeah, the right? music video might show you a story too if you care to watch. <laughs> All right. All right. Good, good to know. Good to know. All Let's right. begin. Three, two, one, play. Dedicate to the homies. I like it. A little intro. So this song's all about skateboarding. Alright, I like the story so far. No helmet on a skateboard? <gasps> Whoa. Unbelievable. No Unbelievable. wonder he fell. <laughs> talk with a list. It's no good. 
He's engaged to those aerials. <laughs> You're the man. Skater girl. Skater girl meets the skater boy. Exactly. Found his crew, too. He going. He's just coasting, man. This is very much a 2009 music video. Oh, yeah. This album's an old one. It's regarded as best, though. There we are Kick with uh, Lupe Fiasco. Yeah. Push. Pretty exciting stuff. So uh, I suppose since this is not my genre, I give my thoughts first. Yeah. All right. Um, I will say, not going to lie, compared to the other hip-hop and rap, I don't know, this is technically hip-hop, right? So, like, there's Trap, which is probably what you're referencing, like a bunch of swear words and stuff and that kind of stuff. Okay, this would we'll, be more like lyrical rap. Okay, we'll call this lyrical rap. In yeah. terms of the lyrical rap I've heard, this is definitely one of the better songs. Um, I definitely enjoyed the the storyline because it's it's like a it's a wholesome storyline, you know. Yeah. He found exactly. his girl. He found his crew. I like it. Skating like a rebel. He's no skating like a rebel. Yeah. Um, lyrically, it was much better than a lot of, I guess, lyrical rap and rap in general that I've heard. Um, I think part of that might be because it's like older. Yeah, I, I, older I, rap tends to be a little more lyrical. Like, I'm definitely more okay. It's kind of the same thing for me with pop. Like, I'm okay with, like, mm. 2010s pop. Like, the early or the late 2000s, I guess. Whatever yeah. it is. That that kind of era. So, you know, I, I enjoyed the song. I like the horns in the background. Yeah, I really enjoyed the melody. I picked this song because I felt it was very good in the lyrical department. But it was also pretty yeah. catchy. Yeah, I'm not big on like a hip hop kind of beat, but I, I did like the horns. So, um, uh, within within the uh, lyrical rap genre, I'd say this rates higher than songs I've heard. So I'll, I'll give it like a eight and a half out of ten. Very cool. Very cool. 
Alrighty, well, I guess one more thing to say about the song, a little fun fact, I guess, is that, like, the whole kick-push thing is supposed to be, like, a metaphor to life. So, right, you kick-push, you get things going in life, and then you coast. <laughs> you coast. And away you go. What's your What's your rating, Blake, if you were to give it a rating? If I had to give this song a rating, I'd probably give it, like, a 9 out of 10. It's definitely, it's probably his second-best song. There's one other that's pretty standout, but... It's also very long, so we're not going to be listening to it here. I will say as a final note in this song is that you may play a lot of this kind of country, Jack, but a lot of older country has a lot of storytelling songs, whereas there's one melody and then there's several phases of the chapters of a story. This one definitely mimicked that in a sense, and I think a lot of that genre does. A lot of new music in general doesn't really mimic that, that style of music where you... You tell a story through that the entire thing that has a very clear beginning, middle, end. Yeah, yeah so I, I did. So I did like that aspect of it because I I see that a ton in country, like real country is very much all about storytelling. So, mm. yeah, it's very interesting. All right, Blake, which one do you want to do next? So our next rap song is going to be by none other than Kid Cudi with Mr. Rager. Is this a four fifty five? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So I guess a little preface to the song is, so this song's sort of about his persona, Mr. Rager, as he likes to call it, which is sort of like the party side of him that likes to go wild and crazy. It's off um, probably one of the more important rap records past, what is it? I don't even know when it came out, but a long, long time, Man on the Moon too. So, like, if you know Travis Scott and people like that, Kid Cudi, definitely is sort 2010. of... 2010. 2010? Yeah. He sort of influenced, like, the entire new generation of rap. And to me, I picked this song just because it's his best, in my opinion. It's his most enjoyable. It's not, like, a lyrical masterpiece or anything, but I think it's probably one of the more enjoyable rap songs I've heard. Yeah. And we're, de we're defining this one as actually rap and not... I would define it, yeah, as rap. Definitely not lyrical rap, more melodic. Okay. Nice. All right. Three, two, one, play. Also, he's known for his hums. His hums? Yeah, he's got some good hums. <laughs> he's got some sort of, like wood instrument in the back he's got like some sort of a little it's not, it's not a it's not a xylophone but he's got something going yeah, give it a sort of spacey vibe i guess
<laughs> Blake, you might have a career in music. Hmm? <laughs> I said you might have a career in music. Ooh. <laughs> Mr. Blake. Mr. Blake. Mr. Blake. Is this the hum part? He's got some other songs with <laughs> way more hums. Like in the very beginning of the song, there were a few. Mm. Oh, wow, look at that key change. Indeed. But then he brings it back. There we go. Just there we like go. that, the songs. That is Mr. Rager, Kid Cuddy? Cuddy? Yeah, Kid Cuddy. <laughs> I don't know how to pronounce so, it. So, what did we'll, you think? Kid Cuddy. Uh, I like the, the first one better. Um, I will say I did like the refrain of this one. I had a little bit of trouble. I kind of got lost in the verses a little bit. It's not as most lyrical. It's more of yeah. that song you would vibe to at the night. Yeah, see, I, I'm I'm more of a lyrical person. Mm. Like I I kind of like being able to hear the lyrics and have the harmony work together. But I I did like the vibe of the refrain about like telling stories and going on an adventure and stuff. So I, I think I'd give it like a seven point seven five. Solid, solid. I guess some sort of thing to add here is it's sort of of course a part of this sort of storyline on the album. It's sort of a five part one and then he has this altered personality as i explained before we listen to this and so yeah this one is all about you know taking drugs and going off to the moon <laughs> to heaven so yeah that's sort of the persona in this song <laughs> 
I like six. this song was ta- about taking drugs. Yeah, yeah. He's not <laughs> going to heaven. Oh. Yeah, I mean, I guess you could interpret it. <laughs> I, I didn't. I didn't get the drug <laughs> reference. I, I guess it's like Willie Nelson. It's not fully about drugs, but okay. It's, well, Willie Nelson is weed. In that, that is yes, a drug. That, that yes, I, I. I like this one a lot. I like it better than the first one. I'm not gonna lie. I haven't heard this one before. I like his use of silence. That's a big thing uh, that I yeah, like in a lot of music. Of spacey vibe. Yeah, but just exactly. The, there's a lot of different artists that will <laughs> the drug vibe. Yeah, spacey <laughs> drug. You fool. Yeah. We're going That's on a what trip. He's well, so he influenced Travis Scott and people like that, mm-hmm. and they're sort of known for their sort of druggy music. Well, a lot of musicians, I think, try to crowd their music too much. And what I really like about this one was that he's willing to take a pause for like a second with no sound, exactly, and then come back. And that, Let that's that instrumental really, flow. Exactly. Even just to have very simple melodies that are really uh, melodic. I, I like that one a lot. Yeah. It's kind of a long song. I will say that's one it sort is. of gripe I have with it. But I feel like if you're just driving around and listening to this puppy, you won't even notice. That's one of those songs you could listen to for like an hour if you edit it a certain way, and I feel like you wouldn't notice. Yeah, like, exactly. It's the same song. Exactly. The instrumental is just a really enjoyable one, in my opinion. And yeah, there we go. That's Kid Cuddy. All right, so, we got one more. So this is a big one. I want to say, wait, is this the weird music video one where it's like the whole thing is like one whole chapter or like it's a bunch yeah, of chapters? Yeah, he made a short film about this song. That's how like is that what this thirty minute video? So is? as you know, yeah, don't watch the thirty. Mr. Kanye West, he's a very controversial guy. So. He had a very infamous moment at the VMAs where Taylor Swift got an award and she was up there, you know, accepting it. And Mr. Kanye West was not a fan of her getting it. (laughs) So he went up there and said, Taylor, I'm going to let you finish. But Beyonce had one of the best music videos of all time. (laughs) And he got canceled for that. Like he was in really bad shape. So he went to Hawaii and he made this album. And this is sort of his redemption album. And he also then, ran for president. Yeah, he ran for <laughs> he president. He also ran for president. There was that little thing, too. <laughs> and this album is sort of regarded as, like, one of the best rap albums of the past decade. And for good reason. It's got this song on here, Runaway. And this is sort of his backhanded apology to the media for sort of canceling him. Would you like to talk about the 34-minute version of the <laughs> yeah, song? Version so that, that has every single song on the album. We'll just listen to oh. it. Right so, so how long is this one? Four minutes? It's like nine minutes. Or nine it's minutes. a long one. Oh, nine minutes? Are I thought this was 438. Is it a 438 version Let's of the Let's just nine do minutes? the 438. Do you want to do the 438? You gotta do the nine minutes. No. You gotta. <laughs> I'm, I think You'll probably do... be missing chunks of the song. Let's do 438 now. And There's then... a good stopping point I'll, on I'll the song. Back, I'll, I'll go back you. and listen to the nine minute. I don't, we'll I don't do the nine minutes, but we'll pause like at a certain because there's a good point where we can pause this. How far okay, okay, do we okay. pause? Like six minutes. Okay, it's fine. There's it's a good fine. pause. We're, we're so time yeah. All right, nine All minute right, version. Uh, All right. The this one, eight twenty nine. Uh yeah. Okay. Sure. Probably. Alrighty. All right, Shall you got it ready, Jack? I am ready. Three, right. two, one, play. So this opening note, it's very iconic. <laughs> It's a lot of memes about how Kanye invented the E note. (laughs) 
not much going on yet. Not much. Get ready. The video has some uh, ballerinas, I believe. Yeah, probably a metaphor or something. I don't know. <laughs> I haven't watched the video. <laughs> I just sort of know the trivia. Yeah, I don't really know what's going on in this video right now. What do the comments say? New album after his divorce is going to be Straight Heat. <laughs> uh, a lot of them are like, people don't want to recognize that he's a musical genius. Yeah, a lot of people, when they think of Kanye, they think of an asshole or whatever. And that's what the song's sort of referencing, you know, let's have a toast to the douchebag's assholes. He's talking about himself. This whole song's about, like, run away from me. I'm a bad person. Someone named The Dude wants to hear Miley Cyrus cover this, with, <laughs> since she has a stronger voice and more emotions. Oof. <laughs> I, I disagree with that wholeheartedly. Another man says, if you watch this muted, it looks like Kanye is really frustrated about not being able to dance like the ballerinas. <laughs> <laughs> This dude is comparing Kanye to Mozart. <laughs> yes, Kanye invented the Eno here. <laughs> Is he the one doing the refrain? This is Pusha T. So he's sort of sort of like the contrast to Kanye here. So Pusha, Pusha T is doing the 
refrain and Kanye is doing the actual verses. No, that was Pusha T's verse you just heard. Oh. Yeah. I don't know whose voice he uses at the beginning there with the look at you, look at you. It might be a sample. He tends to use the voice as an instrument in a lot of his songs. Comments on this video are just so weird. Mm-hmm. The comments are just so weird. Yeah, this song is like probably his most iconic, so you're gonna see a lot of like strange comments on that, I bet. <laughs> Comparing him to Mozart or whatever, because of that opening E note. Well, there's so many like. There's a lot of Kanye West 2020 comments. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, I vote for him. This could be our national anthem, man. No, this literally, this literally says this guy wants it to be the national anthem. Facts. So we're almost at a good pausing point, though. I'll tell you when. So I think we can pause about here. So uh, this sort of final verse is all distorted and muffled. And it's supposed <laughs> to be like, before he went into that, he was like, and if I can tell my story or whatever, because he's talking about the media here. And then all uh, his words are distorted to sort of be that sort of metaphor for how the media censors him and doesn't let him tell his side of the story. Mm. There's a lot of interpretations of it. That's mine. Yeah, that's Runaway. Okay. okay, I suppose I should give my comments. Um, I, if I understood it correctly, he's kind of he's kind of talking about like the things he's done wrong and like yeah, he's basically how he screwed up and yeah, stuff like that. Okay, it's about how you should run away from him, basically. He's okay. talking to a girl. Yeah, so I I I understood the message and I like the fact that he's admitting to it and stuff. I wasn't huge fan of like the way he presented the beat and all that and stuff i don't know mm. if that's just because i've been country I've music well because yeah. of country like there's a lot of country songs that are i mean similar in message i would say i guess where they're like admitting they were screwing up and the girl should leave or whatever so i don't know if that's yeah. the country side of me talking but um i definitely thought it was interesting the way he presented it and i can yeah I mean, like, the sharp notes kind of accents the message a lot. So, <laughs> the, Mozart, you see. Mozart. <laughs> according to the YouTube <laughs> comments section, yes, yeah, he yes. is Mozart. <laughs> I'm not sure if I would go that far, <laughs> but, uh, um, yeah, I can't say I listen to a lot of Kanye West, so I don't know how this compares to his other stuff. I'm sure there's probably other songs that there's I'd recognize. There's definitely more enjoyable songs to listen to, but this is probably his magna opus. Mm. This is the ultimate Kanye song. Yeah. Know? At least for a lot of people. Like, for me, like, my personal experience with Kanye, I didn't really like him at first because I thought he was a 
douchebag and asshole like he says on the song. <laughs> like he I sort explicitly of start, states yes. in the song. Yes, and then I sort of started to listen to his music, and I realized maybe he's not so bad. Maybe he's being censored and his story's being twisted. Yeah, I, I'll i give it a 7.5 because of the message, but I think it would have gone higher if it like the beat and melody was presented in a different mm. way. Okay, very interesting. Very nice. Or very nice. River? I liked it. I didn't like it quite as much as the second one, uh, although I thought it was pretty good. Definitely an interesting style. I thought the chords at the very beginning were nice. Um, a slow transition into building upon... Yes, the song um, builds on itself. Yeah, I thought that was done well from a musical standpoint. Uh, the message is good. I thought it was very, uh, very interesting, yeah. I don't know what I'd rate it, but... Me, personally, I'd give it a 10 out of 10, just because of, like, wow. how important it is for Kanye. That's fair. Like, this is probably the most important song he's ever made, because after he made this song, he sort of was taken back by the media and actually got to perform this song at, like, the VMAs as the opening act. Mm. So he sort of went from America's Most Hated to Redeemed. In a sense. Makes sense, makes sense. Yeah. I think I I like the first one the best. Kick push. I Kick see. push. Yeah. Because yeah. it had the message and it had like a decent the melody too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like the horns. So. Very nice. Yeah, this one's a very, it's a journey to listen to it. It's a very long. It's, <laughs> it's not something you listen to daily. It's more of an experience. Mm, is I how see. I describe it. Which is why you'll see a lot of people say he's a musical genius and stuff like that. Because he can create a nine-minute song and people will actually listen to it. <laughs> That's a good point. So, yeah. All right. That uh, was pretty good. I think we got a lot of new songs. Yeah, those mm-hmm. three and three. Yeah, there's... Yeah. It's it's, it's, it's really hard to pick three songs to represent a genre. Yeah. Especially mm-hmm. at, like, entry level, too. Mm-hmm. Like, for me, there were definitely a lot of songs I could have put in place of, like, Runaway, for example, by Kanye. He has a lot of iconic songs. I just sort of pick defining songs, or just the best of all the worlds. Yeah. I mean, for me, like, there's a lot of songs that I could have put in place of, I don't know, any of those songs, but some of them are hard because, like, you have to know country to really get the full meaning of the song, or some of them are, like, yeah. You know, just deep, hard-hitting ones. So, I don't know. Yeah, I thought I would put, like, a blend. So I started out with, like, Kick Push, which is this lyrical but also melodic song. And you got Mr. Rager, which is, like, full-on melodic. Then Runaway. It's it's pretty lyrical, and it's somewhat melodic if you enjoy it. Jack, not so much <laughs> as most Hey, I, I, I like the Kick Push, yeah. so... The Kick Push is a good one there. It's a good one. Maybe right. we'll do a part two sometime. I would be down. Yeah. New down. songs. I think yes. some new songs to be presented would be a good one. Yeah. I gotta say, though, taking away all those country songs that I listen to, I've gained a little more appreciation <laughs> for it, I must say. I must That's say. good. That's good. I, I, I like the lyrical songs, I must say. Just as you like the lyrical rap ones. Yeah. I think we both really enjoy storytelling and music. Yeah. I think, yeah. I mean, that's part of the reason I listen to country is because it's yeah. very much storytelling. Yeah, I think. And I think that's why I like Kick you Push. You might the best like ever. rap a little more than you think. There are. I, lots I'm able to appreciate it. I'm. Yes. Yeah, I especially appreciate the first one. So. 
Yes, Kick Push is a really good one. There's a lot of storytelling rap songs. That's like what it's known for. It's very lyrical. Well, I, I like that it was older, too, because yeah. I feel like a lot of stuff these days is just, there's not really all that much storytelling. It's just mm -hmm. more You don't find explicit. a Lupe every day. <laughs> I definitely could have put a Kendrick song on here. That could have been a very easy choice, as River might say. And yeah, that's rap and country. Rap and country. All right. Very nice. Uh, then we got some good music, got some increased understanding of different genres, uh, and more knowledge on specific ways that music is good, and mm -hmm. storytelling especially. Um, so I think we're going to wrap it up here. But uh, thank you all for listening. This has been the Gentleman of 351 plus Blake. Yes, sir. Uh, I hope you liked our first guest episode. Make sure you stream this podcast like 20 times in a row. We need <laughs> yeah. some more streams here. We're going to surprise Kanye West. Yeah, that's just get ready. Ready. <laughs> And then we're going to run for president. Yeah, we're going to run for president, <laughs> folks. It's going to be a good one. All right. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next week.